Okay, Nazmul, we are here, Outsource to Profits. And this is an interesting one because in about uh, well, exactly 12 hours from now, I board a flight en route to Dhaka. So I'm really excited to see the team uh, be able to forge deeper relationships. Uh, now, the purpose of today's topic is I was just off of another plane. I came from Dallas, Texas. I was at a networking event hosted by something called Collective 54. So Collective 54, think of it as a community or mastermind only for CEOs and founders, only owners of professional services companies, whether it's tech-enabled or peer services like marketing agencies. There were 147 CEOs and founders in the room, and they all wanted to talk about how they improved profitability, and gross margins. And the topic of offshoring was very hot, very, very hot because human capital costs skyrocketed here in North America over the last bunch of years. Um, the virtual remote work has had people kind of question, well, am I really paying somebody who never comes into the office $70,000 a year to do that job? Now the world is my oyster. And uh, as well, there has been some difficulty with North American employment laws and employees. You know, some will blame Generation Z of being a different cohort of talent than my generation, Generation X. So, Nesmul, from your perspective, sometimes we love to do this podcast, West Meets East. Explain to the audience where you see the opportunity for us North Americans to leverage virtual assistants. And I'm going to then talk a little tactically about what I'm seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's so funny. Even, even before we started, we have we had the uh, record button. You were telling me how you were at the sales conference and all people wanted to talk about is offshore, right? So COVID was definitely bad uh, in many, many ways, but I think it, it, it just showed the world what is the possibility, right? It was already happening, offshoring, outsourcing, uh, remote work. It was already there. But people who never believed in it, they saw it, it happening in their own company, even when they did not want it. And when it happened, they're like, why did I not even you know, give it a try? How can I be a founder and be so stuck with my own idea that I don't want even want to try something new. Uh, but as a founder, you need you know you have to evolve. You have to do things different every other year, right? Anyway, um, so with the virtual assistant part, I will just I, I will just give the example of what you always say. Think about all the things that you just can't do right now, right? As a founder, um, even not uh, or even as a manager, a lot of us have a lot of ideas in our mind. We are never, one thing we're not short of is ideas, right? We're, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And we all, always have FOMOs, <laughs> fear of missing out. We keep thinking like, why am I not trying Why am I not trying this? I'm so stuck doing what I do. Why am I not trying this? Let's talk about that. If you want to try a lot of things that you're not trying right now, you need to delegate. How do you delegate? Is, we don't usually delegate because the moment we think of delegating, we think of hiring and the moment we think of hiring and we keep thinking of how much it will cost us. And then we are like, you know what, 
I don't have that kind of money right now. I'll just go with the flow. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And that stops us from exploring new things, the FOMO, right? What if, what if you could just give some of the work that you do to somebody else? And the way anybody can even start, just ask yourself, what are the things that I do every other day or even every single day repeatedly that takes a lot of my time, but not probably my brain power. What I mean by that? There are like many, many different kinds of words, right? But uh, if I just divide them into two, mostly either you have to think very hard, you have to bring your industry knowledge, you have to bring your years of knowledge, uh, you have to bring your vision and work on it. And then there are other kind of tasks that does not take, take a lot of brain power that, that might not even need the experience that you might have. And that somebody needs to do it over and over again. And that somebody is right now you. In that case, you might want to think about hiring a VA and give one or two, you know, two of those tasks. Even that free up, you know, frees up one hour a week, one hour a week. That's one hour extra a week that you can work on things that you are thinking that I should be exploring or I should have explored long time ago. So I think that's, that's you know, that's the easy way uh, you can start thinking about it. I myself, by the way, also, the other way I can, I always ask myself, do I know to do this or can I delegate to somebody else? Every, Jamie, even, even today, I, you know, I hired somebody else and then I started doing something and it started working on it. Right within just three minutes, I, I was like, wait, can I do this or can I just give it to somebody else? And I give it to somebody else. Guess what? That person did a great job. Yeah. So I think we always get stuck with the fact that I will do it or I have to do it or I am the only one who can do it. Trust me. No, it's not always the case. Sometimes a lot of people are as smart as you are or even smarter. We just don't know that they're smarter than us and they will do a better job. So that's another way of uh, thinking about it, Jamie. We can all, before doing any task, I can just ask myself, can I just give it to somebody else? Can I delegate to somebody else? Can I delegate to somebody else? Uh, what are your thoughts, Jamie? And what kind of conversations did you have uh, with the founders that you meet at the conference? Uh, what, are, what are their thoughts? What did they talk about? And, and were they using virtual assistants at, at all? Uh, what happened there? Yeah. So first, I want to make a couple of comments on what you said. You know, there, you talked about the idea of buying back an hour. In the sales community, I'll just give you an example. If you yeah. look at the average sales professional, I've spent you know my entire career serving the sales community. The average seller spends 25% of their week on administrative tasks. Think mm -hmm. about uh, taking data out of LinkedIn or Apollo, uh, putting it into CRM, tracking s something down off the internet, researching, uh, it, endless. So that's, that is more than one day a week. I would... I would venture to guess if we were to ever study this at the founder and CEO level, it's probably about the same. It's about one day a week that you'll buy back for yourself. When you stop uh, cleaning your inbox, which is hundreds of emails a day, uh, hundreds of emails a day, when you stop scheduling your own meetings, when you start, stop scheduling your own tr uh, travel, when you have a project management board of your to-dos and somebody's 
taking all of these, think of it as, actually, I'm going to, I've had two ideas at the same time. One, I'll give you an analogy. One of the best analogies somebody gave me for what is an entrepreneur, they said, it's like having a laptop running antivirus software in the background for the whole time you own a business. And I've owned many businesses and it's so true. You're at the dinner table. You're trying to enjoy your dinner, but unfortunately behind the conversation going on at the dinner table, there's antivirus software as in a thought in the back of your mind thinking, what am I supposed to do tomorrow? Like, what is my plan? What I've found in having a virtual assistant is they control all my to-dos and priorities. And what it allows and on my team, as of right now, Manuba, my virtual assistant, every morning at 5 a.m., sends me a WhatsApp of what I am supposed to work on or focus in on today. She has the basket of all my crazy ideas, but we've worked together where she sent me like, these are the three you must complete today. Great. The, the antivirus software has been turned off because I don't need to be running it because somebody just told me do these three things today. So what did I learn at the conference? What I learned is that there are two types of founders, as you can imagine, those that are already doing this successfully. And this becomes a path where they could never go backwards. It's like they have a gym membership and they've turned it into a routine or they go for a jog, you know, they go for a jog every day and they couldn't imagine not bringing their shoes with them when they fly to a new place. Like running is their life. And then there was more than half, I would say three quarters of the founders hadn't started this path yet. There was a, a sense of jealousy and FOMO, but there was also a lot of the natural legacy bias questions, quality, communication, time zones. And you could see as other founders, not even myself explaining that these are our own legacy biases. And I told the story that seven years ago, I refused to offshore. And it was others that convinced me to try it, but it's now become so habitual. I couldn't go backwards um, in doing it. So with that, there's a couple of things that I'd recommend. Number one, on the website at Get Leverage, if you go to free resources, there's something called a centralized support document. And what this allows you to do is to think critically. What you do is you document all the things you did in a day. Document everything you did today and put them into two buckets. One, and be objective when you do it. One is, was this a $5 an hour task? Like, did I check my email and respond to some basic stuff or clean up my email? What's a $500 an hour value creator, which is the other column? Well, I had a meeting with a customer that turned into a next step. So every, every $5 an hour task gets bucketed. And then the step number three is it calculates, well, how long does it take you to do all those over the course of a week? And then do you need one virtual assistant, 1.5, two, and so forth? That's a great exercise for you to go through because you'll be flabbergasted at the number of $5 an hour tasks that you do in a day. Um, the second is then thinking about the model in which you want to have offshore talent. Um, we have two options. One, you can recruit the talent. We can recruit the talent for you. Actually, we have three options now that I think of it. We recruit the talent for you. Number two, we recruit the talent for you and we manage them on our books. 
So we take care of the administrative headaches for you. Think about payroll, taxes, computers, and so forth. Or three, we have a complete done-for-you service. So we have multiple virtual assistants that can tackle any task. So certain virtual assistant will be dedicated to controlling your email and your calendar. But then if you need data analysis or you need this project that kind of fit outside the scope of your initial virtual assistant, we have a team that can tackle these things for you. Think of it as like a hotline of support to take over everything that is a $5 an hour task. So we've created models for all of it. Um, but the first thing for you to do is to overcome your own legacy bias and realize there are many, there are thousands and thousands of founders just like us doing this. You have to get over yourself. Uh, once you get over yourself, you're capable of moving forward. Uh, Nazmul, just looking at the time, anything you want to say before we sign off? No, I mean, just one more thing. People who, who has never tried this and you have been there, right? One, obviously, was maybe, you know, you were going through a hard time anyway, so it, it made sense for you to explore this. I'm just trying to understand, like, what can what can we do or what can we say that so that people who has never given it a shot wants to give it a shot? Um, what went through in your mind back then when you first tried this? Uh, what do you think? What happened? You know, when Dan Martell calls it a pain wall, I had to hit the pain wall. And I got to the point where I had to self-recognize. It's Think of it as like, if, you ever, if you've ever had a bad habit, you recognize that you drink too much or you chew your fingernails or uh, you play video games till four in the morning. And it's just, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I know I have a problem. <laughs> and so you have to realize when you catch yourself doing a $5 an hour tasks, mm -hmm. they are adding up and mm -hmm. they don't like, you're like, Oh, this will only take me three minutes to finish. Right. But right. you did seven of those today. And then you'll do seven times five. And then over the course of a week, you know, it, it, it starts to add up to hours and hours and hours. And if you use that time constructively, you'd win new business, you'd open new doors, you'd expand customers, you'd find new channel partners, what have you. You would do it, you would use that time to do $500 an hour value creators. Yeah, I want to end with something really interesting. You just gave me the idea. We should say it like on capital letter somewhere that uh, buy back a day from your life, buy back a day every week from your life. Well, that'll be the new slogan we'll put on the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, 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 and yeah, I mean, I have a bad habit and it's, it's kind of, it's, I don't know if it's a bad habit or what. I love playing, you know, um, I, I, what is the right word for it? Um, downplay, downplay maybe. I downplay a lot. So I shouldn't have probably said an hour a week. No, it's, it's an hour, it's, it's a day within a week, right? That we people get to save if they hire a virtual assistant. So think about it, guys. Uh, think about you saving a day from your life uh, every single week. I think this is something that you can definitely look forward to it. And with us, we can assure you, you can give it a try. And if there is anything, if there's, Anytime you have any confusion, we're here to help. We have been doing this for a very long time. We have clients who has been with us for a while. And you can go uh, to our website, watch their videos, and see how happy they are, 
how the people who work with them and not just us, but people who work with them as their virtual assistant or uh, people who work with them in any other way has changed their life. So yeah, uh, if you have not subscribed uh, to our podcast, please do it. If you are watching this on YouTube, do subscribe and hit that like button. Until next time, see you very soon, Jamie, and see you guys on the uh, on the next episode. Thank you so much. You take care.